Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know the world's tallest armadillo is only 3 foot 11? Huh. That doesn't seem very tall. But he's standing in a six foot hole. (laughs) (laughs) For more armadillo related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early and to check out some cool merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club. The sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stockhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Micah Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 9 through 13 of Altogether Dead, the seventh book in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, as the Vampire Summit... Wait, Vampire Con? I don't... Well, there... Do you think there's going to be cosplay at this thing? Like... If you're wearing authentic garb from the time when you were still alive, does it count as cosplay? No, right? So okay, okay. If, if you remember in like the twenties, there's this picture of the oldest Civil War veterans marching in Washington, right? Yeah, yeah. they were wearing their old uniforms. Right. Was that cosplay? N- no, because it was like seventy years after the the war ended, or fifty. 60 years after the war. I, I mean, kind of right. Like, is, uh, is it is it not a costume if you if it's real? Right. Yeah, so it wouldn't be cosplay. But it's not like they're soldiers anymore. Huh. Hmm. Well, either way, uh, the summit approaches and everyone scrambles to prepare. The Queen of Louisiana is in a precarious position due to the destruction of Katrina and a pesky lawsuit about the murder of her husband. Sookie goes shopping and gets confronted by half a dozen people trying to explain with complex diagrams why her going to this thing is a bad idea, (laughs) but it has no effect whatsoever. Uh, Sookie also takes her roommate and her boyfriend to a shotgun wedding in Hotshot. Hot shotgun wedding? Uh, I think they're all shotgun weddings and hot shotgun. That's shot. what I was thinking. Is like, I feel like hot shot probably has a lot of shotgun weddings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that almost ends in an abduction. <laughs> Fun times. Now, but not so, even of Sookie, right? No, no, of her roommate. Who she didn't warn about <laughs> the hot shotgun thing. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to wed her the hot shot way, I guess. Yep. Now Sookie's in a plane of demons and lawyers and demon lawyers and reanimated corpses and every one of them is a murderer what could go wrong and like a like as in plane you mean airplane not like a dimension of demons or whatever (laughs) i mean speaking of dimensions (laughs) yeah oh let's get there okay chapter nine they arrive in rose at the pyramid of giza i gotta say my first impression of the hotel is that it sounds kind of hideous actually oh really yeah it's just like you know uh the, like the, the like the fake gold and like the like the Egyptian decor. I was like, it sounds sort of like the inside of a well, cheesecake factory. It sounds to me like. She's, <laughs> 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 uh, I was gonna say she's. It sounds like the MGM Grand, right? Is oh. that exactly what that's like? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Is that the one that's? It's a big pyramid. It's a big pyramid. Wait, oh. is the MGM Grand the pyramid one? I thought the pyramid was called like. Luxor. The Luxor, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The okay, the Luxor. Which one's the... I don't know. Whatever, yeah. the Luxor. I was inside it once and it was like being, I don't know, in a horrible world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I guess vampires have very particular tastes, but I was like, I've seen this before. I don't know. Yeah. All, but also, it does shape up to be pretty con-like, you know? Like, there's like booths and stuff, you know? Yeah. There are. Yeah, I, I question how much vampire hotel business there could possibly be to to justify this giant hotel. Like a, a big hotel like that has several hundred rooms, right? How many mm-hmm. vampires are there? 
I mean, other than this vampire summit, when would hundreds of vampires congregate in one place, right? Yeah, that never happened. And she, she talked about how there's there's ones all over. There's like that one in Dallas and there's other big ones. The Silent Short. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, we don't have an accurate read on numbers. We know there's five in Arkansas. Right? Yeah. There's like, like two in, I think she said Wyoming or one of those like super northern states. So they're like electoral votes. There aren't that many of them. Yeah, there's 30 in Louisiana, but we don't know. There could be like... That's, you're right, though. Even if there's like a thousand of them in California or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Unless each vampire is paying like, you know, $500,000 a night for these hotel rooms, there's no way they could support that. You still wouldn't need business. that many rooms then, right? Like, That's a good point. She yeah. also mentions that nearly every hotel has at least one vampire room in it. Right, yeah. Which means six or whatever. they're also competing with all of the regular hotels. Yeah, right? And yeah. they're also competing with, unlike normal hotels, just digging a hole in the ground and lying in it, <laughs> which is not something that normal travelers can do. That's a good point. Vampires seem okay with that, generally. Yeah. Also, how often do they have conventions and conferences? Because I read once that that's where they make the real money. The hotels? At like, yeah, hotels at like conferences and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I... this conference, which in an earlier book was only supposed to be for like a few states, it ended up being for the entire U.S. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I just questioned the economics here. That's all. No, no, it's a, it's a it's a valid point. Yeah, that is truly the unbo- most unbelievable part of the entire series. <laughs> yeah, you found where the, the whole thing fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> you found the plot hole. Uh, this ruined our immersion here. <laughs> she freaks out a desk clerk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, the the desk clerk was just fucking with them, though, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're telepathic and you find out people are messing with you. Yeah, this this desk clerk is probably not long for this world if he's working at the Vampire Hotel and fucking with people for fun. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he was, like, planning to steal the queen's undergarments. And like, that's going to get you... Uh, yeah. You'll get a tornado is going to destroy it any moment. <laughs> Waters are rising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you think Seabert does? What's his natural disaster for killing people? I don't think he's clever enough for that. I think his natural disaster is like a sword fell out of the sky and hit him. <laughs> or, or, oh no, you fell on an axe. It's <laughs> mysterious. They tripped and fell on an axe. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She locates Barry Bellboy, so he's back. That's fun. It's it's funny that everyone calls him Barry the Bellboy now. Yeah. I guess the name stuck. Like, Sookie kind of gave him that name. You know, yeah. he's branding. Yeah, I, I mean... Sookie kind of gave him his whole weird bad life, right? I mean, he seems to be doing a lot better than she is. You think so? Yeah, he said he's, like, making bank and, like, he's, like, he looks, like, clean cut. And... Yeah, but he's, he's, like, a slave. Yeah, but he's, like, a very well-paid slave. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, he'll be a slave for his whole life, right? And he won't get made a vampire because then he won't be a telepath anymore. Probably. Do we know that? Do we? Yeah, we don't know that. I know. I'm guessing that that's true because we because vampires have never heard of telepaths before, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, and if you can't read vampires' minds, that I guess that would kind of make sense, or at least that'd be a really big risk to yeah. turn them. I wonder. Well, I, was, I was wondering, like, if you if you're a telepath and you get turned, can you then read vampire minds? I think that's a uh, Oh. Yeah, I well, it, Tookie starts being able to read vampire minds when she drinks some vampire blood. So maybe that's... That's the hint. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. But anyway, I felt bad for him, right? He had, a, he had a whole life, and now his life is different. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, before his life, was he was a bellboy, so, you Aww. know. <laughs> <laughs> any bellboys Dallas. out there? <laughs> any Dallas bellboys out there? <laughs> Check us out at patreon.com slash armadillopodcasting club. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Suki also gets to meet her new roommate, yeah. who is certainly a character. Yes, Carla, a vampire's girlfriend. Yeah, she greets Suki totally naked to assert dominance, I assume. Yeah. That's what and, you do. Yeah, and then proceeds to share her opinions on 
immigrants or something. <laughs> it's like, okay. That kind of conversation, huh? Awkward. And then yeah. flashes her, what do they call those piercings? Uh, which one? The, the down there one? Uh, Princess William. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on where it's pierced, but like usually it's a hood piercing. Oh, yeah. gross. Okay. Uh, but she goes to visit the queen in her suite where she's getting a visit from the king oh, of Texas. Sorry. I call it a clip bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do, you want to, do you want to say that? No. It's okay. That's really good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Damn. You should be in branding. Man, you're in the wrong profession. Mm-hmm. Marketing. I, I, I don't want to use these powers for evil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what I mean. Isn't that what marketing is? That's <laughs> true. But she and Barry go off, and they get to test their abilities together, which sounds like fun. That's kind of cool. Like they, they actually connect. You know, Sookie never connects with another person, really. Yeah. Because she's always got this wall. Yeah, that is super super cool. She also swings by the queen's room, and uh, you know, of course, the front uh, the front door is guarded by Seabird, who's. Now, just one or two. Oh, poor bad guy. For him. Yeah. But yeah. He was better when he was a pair of guys. I agree, yeah. We get a description of the queen's room, and the carpets are this deep, plush white. And I was thinking, in a vampire's room? Worst choice ever. That's a questionable design decision. Mm-hmm. Or is this like, you know, the kind of thing where it's a, you know, you want white in a hospital to indicate everything's clean or something? <laughs> I don't know. I think probably they replaced the rug Every single time someone checks out. I, I would expect so, <laughs> right? Hospital, right? Like that's this... going to show the blood. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Stan Davis is there. Uh, and presumably to avoid the Jordan effect, Stan Davis is now the king of Texas to avoid having to introduce another character. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> smart. Yeah. It's economical. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the sheriff is now the king. Yeah. Who, who was the king before? Not important. What happened to him? Also not important. <laughs> Stan Davis is the king now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. But she gets threatened by Jennifer Cater, who was Arkansas's second in command. Yeah, this is a this is a pretty funny interaction. It's like she 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 shows up very aggressively, and Sookie fires back with "Save the drama for your mama." <laughs> <laughs> That's like so lame. It wraps around me. Kind of awesome. Got her so good job. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. to think there was an awkward little pause before they just moved on from it. <laughs> yeah, right. Like in, in my thousand years of life, I've never encountered a comeback so lame. I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> so after that 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 uh, that mind breaking entry, Sookie kind of comes out ahead on this one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you know, except of course for the fact that now this vampire wants to kill her, so you know that's not ideal. I mean, just add it to the list, right? Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, at least she's under the queen's protection. And we find out the king of Kentucky is there with a bodyguard. Yes. How much did you laugh, Jeff, when it turned out that this was a other dimensional bodyguard? I was like, oh, we're doing everything. Everything's <laughs> happening. It's <laughs> a real convention. Interdimensional bodyguard named Batania. <laughs> okay, a then. Britlingen. Yeah, apparently they you can just pay a witch a bunch of money. They say very expensive, but like as we learned in the previous book, it could be like 20 bucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was 300 each to do the ectoplasmic reconstruction, so I know. 300 is a lot of money, apparently. Yeah, yeah, so this is probably... Oh yeah! Like, I, I I'm curious about uh, Batania and and Klovash or whatever her, her buddy's name yeah. is. Yeah. But as far as we can tell, her only ability is is a impressively muscled butt. And <laughs> and she can turn invisible. 
Can, oh, is that what she was doing? Yeah, they were invisible at one point. Oh, okay, you're right. They could turn invisible. And they've got, like, fancy, like, cyber armor, like, from a video game, which is pretty sweet. And apparently yeah. they have a weird-looking gun. We've never seen them use it, but they do have a weird-looking gun. Sookie thinks it's a gun. Who knows what it is? <laughs> it's a good point. Could be, like, a, you know, <laughs> like a snack dispenser. Right, yeah. <laughs> like a vape. <laughs> Transdimensional, yeah. like, Pringles can. But, uh, yeah, but Tanya, that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else can we think of? And, and you know what they haven't done yet? Hmm. Sea monsters. Oh. Where's my sea monster? That's a good point. I thought we agreed that uh, Tanya Grissom was a sea monster. They, they didn't expect, ex- make that uh, explicit. Mm-hmm. She's the, 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 the tip of a tentacle yeah. coming out of the ocean from a sea monster and coming up all up the highway probably. <laughs> into the door. I mean, that's very clear from the subtext, but they don't really state it, right? <laughs> but it does raise the question, why did the king of Kentucky go through so much effort to bring these people here? Spending perhaps as much as hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably dozen, maybe a dozen hundred dollars. <laughs> uh. um, anyway, when they go back to the so Queen's... I thought this whole bit was making me laugh the whole time because Suki is doing nothing at all but sitting in the lobby and shit just happens to her. <laughs> right? Like everybody comes through and interacts with her in some way I or mean, threatens her or she, is scared of her. She was fucking sitting in a bar in bumfuck Egypt, you know, Louisiana. True, and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and stuff just happened to her here. And in this case, she, she's having a psychic conversation. She's not even talking. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah, they they do. Uh, Barry and Suki do kind of play around with their powers a little bit while they're hanging out, and I guess they can amplify their abilities by holding hands or, or by yeah. touching. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It yeah. is cool. A little antenna boost thing. Mm-hmm. But it, well, they also learn that like they have different, slightly different skills or or specialties or whatever. Sure. Yeah. But when they go back to the queen's room, Suki tells her that Jennifer Cater threatened them. The queen calls Jennifer to say that they're going to come to her room to talk. But when they arrive, she's dead. Yep. Yeah, this is this is very interesting to me. Like, um, so Suki, you know, goes to the queen and reports all of the, the stuff that happened. And the queen decides to go meet with Jennifer and then intentionally delays before going down, right? Like, yeah. like Suki makes notices that she's like, oh, she's taking a really long time to go down. Oh, I've got a theory. Yeah. And also, Siegbert meets them in the elevator going up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's my theory. I don't know. Yeah. And, and who's the first person they send in? Siegbert. They're, so, they're all like, oh, we can't go in there. We won't want our smell in there. Siegbert, go check it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. So his smell's already in there. So if they send him in first, then that yeah. explains why his smell's in there. Seems like uh, pretty obvious. Like, Siegbert yeah, right. did this thing. And, like, chopped him into five pieces or whatever six six pieces, six pieces. that's that's sea bear style <laughs> right. there you go that's how you know it's sea bear <laughs> if something's in six pieces it was sea bear yeah, yeah that's that's his deal that's his whole deal mm-hmm. i did so, want to note a sookie scan before uh we go on on uh, page 117 of my book so carla was getting dressed thank god in what i thought of <laughs> as classy whore <laughs> she was wearing a glittery bean cocktail dress that almost didn't have a top to it and fuck me shoes and what amounted to a see-through thong well she had her working clothes and i had mine <laughs> i know Jeez. so mean oh sookie yeah the, yeah we also in this chapter we also get the very first hints that there might be something uh amiss with quinn i think it's during a conversation with barry maybe where he says you know something about like Quinn being a, a fighter or something like that, or, or, or he's made people a lot of money or something like that. He says something interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was... Yeah. The, we, we kind of always suspected there was more to this guy, but, you know. Yeah. 
Chapter 10. There's several dead vampires in Jennifer Cater's room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stigabert and one of the interdimensional bodyguards go in and scope out the image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three dead vampires, uh, one of them especially chopped up. Yeah. And I also noticed that Siebert didn't say anything when he came out. Uh-huh. Like the bodyguard came out and was like, it's horrible. They were all chopped up. And Siebert just sort of comes up and comes out and shakes his head like, eh. <laughs> you know, dead people. I mean, in in their defense, like that's probably the way Siegfried feels about murder, right? It's, it's true, yeah. Like it's, this is this is what he does. Yeah, three dead people. That's that's Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> only three. You know, I've killed way more than that. <laughs> so the question then becomes: If Jennifer Cater's dead, will the queen still go on trial? Yeah. Uh, so he gets a lot of information from Mister Cataliades that, according to the wedding contract, Sophie Ann inherits Arkansas if. The death is witnessed, which it was by Sookie, mm-hmm. and if the second in command, which is Jennifer Cater, is dead, so that is super convenient. Mm-hmm. It cracks me up because like they're just like standing there, and all of a sudden, like Sookie's like, "I wonder about the contract thing," and then like Mister Cataliades materializes behind her. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, "I have the answer to this." Like, I love this guy. It cracks me up. He's I, pretty great. I want to. I want to hang out with the demons. I'm telling you, these are my people. Okay, I'll say the same thing I said about Quinn. There's got to be another shoe to drop with those people. That's a good point. They have pointy teeth. It's not yeah. <laughs> like that. That and and are apparently occasionally acidic. So we got, you know yeah. something to keep in mind. Yeah. Um. But oh, also while they're there, Suki p- uh, picks a fight with a fake cop who does some light fake police brutality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like slaps some cuffs on her, jams her against the wall. Yeah, that, that was, that like, was a whoa odd scene. Yeah, well, that was a, a little extreme. We meet a few different people. We meet Christian Baruch, who's a hotelier who became a vampire and runs vampire hotels now. And seems to have a little bit of a fang boner for the queen. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And Todd Donati, who's the head of security at the Pyramid of Giza. I, yeah, that's right. And, and they they have the... It's, it's funny because they they ask Suki point blank if she killed them. And Suki's like, Suki has the audacity to act surprised. I was like, with your kill count, let's be real here. <laughs> they probably have heard of her. They're like, oh, Suki Stackhouse. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened to these people. Suki Stack of Bodies House, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but then another vampire shows up who's one of the few surviving Arkansas vampires. Yeah, apparently there's only five vampires from Arkansas left. One of them is Henrik Fife. Who shows up and is devastated, but he is quickly offered a place with Sophie-Anne. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, that's nice of her. That's right. Yeah, get the witnesses on your payroll. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bring him in. He's he's uh, he's uh, in the wind. Bring him in. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I, this Christian Baruch guy was kind of interesting, because is he the first vampire we've met that wanted to become a vampire before he died? Who uh, deliberately made a plan that we know of, at least. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, so, uh, Sophie-Anne did. She, she made oh, a deal yeah, with right, her yeah. maker, yeah. I mean, she was kind of under duress anyway. Well, that's yeah. fair. She was not in a great situation. She yeah. she didn't do it for an economic reason, which yeah, I mean, Christian Burt did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, I thought that was interesting because I know we've always talked about how we, we long for the sweet music of Knight's yeah. Embrace. What, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? I'll be a slave for a year. Yeah, if let you, let you know. the sun go down forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate the sun anyway, you know? Come on. So in, in the real world, if vampires were around, you'd think a lot of people would be into that, right? Uh, absolutely. It seems like all upside to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't go to water parks. D- not, not during the day. They don't have them open at night, right? They do if there's vampires. I guess maybe they run with blood at night. Probably. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
when they when they leave, Mr. Cataliades tells Sophie Ann that she needs to marry immediately for security. And Sookie's like, why not make Andre the king of Arkansas and marry him? Yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, like, that's, why not? Right? Like, this is this is this is a win. Have a super loyal person as the yeah. as the king of your. That's very Game of Thrones, right? Your yeah. most loyal lieutenant. Give him the biggest possession that you can that you need control over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, we also learned in the elevator. This is something that, that has kind of been hinted at, but Sophie Ann states it explicitly that every vampire has a specific talent. Yeah. Like the fact that some of them can fly, some of them are good with swords. I, was, I guess Bill's might be that his, like, memory, right? Well... Doesn't he have, like, a... He remembers literally everything? I don't know about that, but he does... Um, I don't... Bill? No, does I don't he? think he ever said that. Eric said that at one point. He said, I remember every day... Except for the days I spend with you, which is know, what's up his butt. But a vampire thing. in in his first late <laughs> date with uh, Sookie, Bill flew. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. okay. So he's a flyer. So, so did Eric. Yeah, and Eric can fly. Yeah. I, I wonder about that. It yeah. always makes me roll my eyes a little bit in a book when they're, you know, kind of like Power Rangers. So they've all got a special ability. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, apparently Sophie's is her... Uh, connection with her children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vampire children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can communicate with them telepathically. And I guess they're closer to her than, than others. That's why Sigebert is still around and why uh, Andre follows her around the way he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sookie has a little run-in with one of Quinn's employees and we get a great Sookie scan here. <laughs> she yeah. was at least four inches taller than me and very slim. She hadn't bothered with a bra and she had little plum-like boobs that jiggled in an eye-catching way. This was a gal who'd always want to be on top. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was uh, a strong male gaze presented by Suki Stackhouse. Right yeah. Yeah, seriously. That is a good point. Uh, and, then she, and then she goes after uh, a sex worker in the, in the crowd too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, one after the other. Yeah. But this vampire convention is hilarious. It sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. I love the con floor, right? Yeah. It's so good. Just like, the different things they they sell. Yeah, just like imagining what you would find at the on the on the floor of a con a vampire con. You know, the the, the like what is it the retractable replacement fangs or something like yeah, that. Prosthetic uh-huh. fangs. Prosthetic fangs. Uh-huh. I, I, it's a little sad to me. Like you know, you've got the an eternity of nighttime uh, blood drinking life. You know, all the pleasures of the world except the warmth of the sun. And but you actually have to like get a job and go to conventions and sell tchotchkes to punters. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, Bill, speaking of, Bill is there selling his vampire Facebook, and he's totally fucking this up. He's selling a disc. <laughs> yeah, don't give a disc. What? This is a subscription model. Are you clearly, selling Microsoft right? Encarta. Yeah, <laughs> Bill, it's the two thousands. Dude, yeah, come on, man. It's such a such a mistake. They should yeah. they should be charging a hundred dollars a month for this. Yeah, absolutely. Or you know, I don't know. That's probably too much for van. Like well, the, they, they should be twenty dollars a month. They, a huge amount of money. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. vampires can afford that. <laughs> right. No, they should be. This is the vampire Facebook. They should be using this data to target advertising. Oh, also true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this did come out in two thousand seven. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's before Facebook went like extra evil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked. Um, sanguinary soup for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> the book that nobody wanted to read. Mm-hmm. They don't have souls, right? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. And the uh, miniature, and excuse me, not the miniature, but the woman who's selling coffins. 
Your coffin is your home. That's what my daddy always said. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was her daddy also a vampire? I guess he must have been, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that's because that's not how vampires usually come about, right? <laughs> also, Russell is there and he's getting married. Hi, Russell Edgington, king yeah. of Mississippi. Yeah, he's marrying the king of Indiana. And Eric is officiating because yeah. he's ordained. Probably good money in vampire weddings, and Eric is ever enterprising. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's funny that Russell clearly has not forgotten what happened, you know, about having Bill Torchard for his program and Sookie staking his maker and leaving him in his pool. But, you know, he didn't like Lorraine anyway, so it's fine. You know what? They make nice. Yeah. I think it's it's great that he can uh, get over that. Honestly, it's kind of funny, Sookie. Yeah. Uh, he, she, she, while he's being so nice, she asks him why everybody's in awe of Quinn, and he says he's made a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, this is, this is, like, there's a bunch more red flags on Quinn here, you know? Yeah, we get more information after the wedding from Jake Purifoy, who's there, even though I always want to call him Purifoy, because he's a wear, but Purifoy. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a super depressing story. Quinn's mom was raped when Quinn was 15, and Quinn killed the attackers, and he went to the local vamps for help cleaning up, though. And for help taking care of the mom, who kind of lost her marbles. So, in payment, he had to fight in pits for three years. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't know what I was expecting here, but this is, uh, this is not, uh, this is not, like, a bad Quinn story, you know? This is, like, a Quinn had a bad life story. Yeah, for sure. And then the woman Sookie met with the the plum boobs, who... (laughs) She didn't like it. Turns out that's Franny, who's Quinn's sister, who was a result of the rape that Quinn witnessed. Right. Yeah, so... I mean, Quinn hasn't told her yet, but that's a pretty horrible story. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like he did anything wrong at all. That's not third date material. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, it's weird to me that everyone reacts, you know, it's like, oh, you're dating Quinn? You know, oh, this, you know, this this thing he did or whatever. But really, it's just like he had a horrible life. Why is it I think people are like gossiping about it or well, whatever? Su- subtract the supernatural element and like, you're dating that guy who's famous for killing people in pit fights for three years? Like, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, to be fair, I I wonder if people talk about Sookie the same way, right? Oh, you're dating her? Oh, Jesus. You must not be afraid of anything, huh? Oh, why? Oh, no reason, no reason. And they think really hard about song lyrics because she can hear what they're talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't want her to think, yeah, right. hear what, she, what, she, what they're thinking. Yeah. Chapter 11. Sookie sits on, on meetings where while Sophie-Ann meets with various kings and queens to gather support. Yeah, you know, a little bit of vampire royalty meeting, mingling. Yeah, yeah. And we have a real... Go ahead. Oh, she just immediately starts to pick up on things, you know? She does, yeah. She's definitely earning her money there. Uh, but there's a really tense moment where Andre tries to force Sookie to drink his blood so they can have a connection. Uh, he wants to bind her more closely to them. And in an uncharacteristic moment of good reasoning, she refuses. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I was like, well, good good for you, Sookie, for finally... I mean, like, you shouldn't be at this damn convention in the first place, but, you yeah. know. Right, yeah, this is the sort of thing that happens, Sookie. When uh, you hang out with vampires, go to vampire conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then Eric yeah, I, does also, intervene, I guess. Yeah, I also oh. think this whole, this whole, like, trap she's in where they want... They're like, oh, you're going to be our slave now. We love having you around. Like, you can see this coming a mile away, right? Yeah, Absolutely, no right? Like, th- and, it, and honestly, like, it's shit like this... They're, they're these otherwise, you know, relatively likable and okay-seeming vampires. And then they do something like this without, like, even thinking about it, you know? Like, yeah. this... You know, I don't want to be, like, a Fellowship of the Sun asshole, but, you know... <laughs> uh, this kind of feels like a fuck-all-vampires moment, right? I, 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 I'm on their side. I'm not on their side about a lot of things, but vampires are, are evil. Yeah. They're evil. It's good when they die. Yeah. That's my position. <laughs> Aww. 
Yeah, because I mean, Eric intervenes, but like he, the way he intervenes is like, you should drink my blood instead, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's not 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 that much better, you know? No, it's not. And to make it even more awkward, Quinn shows up. I know, and he's understandably irritated by the whole situation, you know. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, he has the good sense not to hold it against Sookie because clearly this is not her thing. No. Um, but then, but then uh, she goes about the baggage claim thing, which, by the way, this baggage claim thing feels a thousand percent like a trap, right? Oh, absolutely. Some like some anonymous voice calls and says, "You need to come down here and check out this bag." <laughs> yeah. Sookie Stockhouse, come down here. It's like. Uh, okay. It's got to be a bomb or a body or something in that bag. It was maddening. So chapter 12, she goes downstairs to pick up this luggage from the phone call earlier. Yeah. And like one of the security guys down there, his brain is shielded, which is something she's never like encountered. And like there's a bunch of other bags down there and you can't really read the tags. It just says like the state. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so suspicious. Yeah, I know. Right. I was like, this got to be a trap. Right. But then she goes upstairs and then everything so far is fine, yeah, I guess. She, she takes the bag and puts it in Sophie Ann's room without telling anybody about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Well, oh. she she does say it. She's like, I went and got the bag and they just brush it off. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when she gets out of the elevator, she finds a soda can that's too heavy to be a soda can. So <laughs> <laughs> we assume that's a trap, I guess. Sucky. I don't know. Sucky. <laughs> She's going to date that bomb. <laughs> she has such a death wish. I know. She's yeah. like, this is the most dangerous thing I've ever encountered. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sucky gives her, no, it's mine. Right, yeah. Like, I found it. I get to keep it. <laughs> Sucky, drop it. Drop it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> My bomb. Yeah. I, like I don't know. When 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 she immediately jumped to bomb, I was like, "That's a little ridiculous." Like it's a heavy cam. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like spy camera. Whatever. Okay. Jump straight to bomb. But, I was thinking like tobacco spittoons. Yeah. Right. Ew. Like there's a lot of things that can could be that aren't a bomb, but um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Quinn and Eric are there, and Suki just will not give <laughs> that soda can to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. But on on the one hand, like. Like, she, she justifies it by saying, you know, I don't want to move it because it might explode. But, like, Eric's like, give it to me. And it's like, give it to Eric. Yeah, like, if anyone can take a bomb to the chest, it's that guy. Aren't you just thinking about how upset you are now that you're super connected to Eric? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if there was no more Eric? I mean, win-win either way, right? Right. That's a good point. But no, so he won't give it to anyone but the bomb guy. So they wait. A robot shows up. Little robot shows up yeah. and, and then leaves. <laughs> that was great. He comes in, gives her once over. Is like, nope, peace. <laughs> <laughs> the robot's like, I got, I've got ten years to retirement. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, My name's Paul. This shit's between y'all. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll look at the thing people say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, then a vi- vampire with a huge grin and a box takes it. I was like, okay, all right. It says boom across his chest. Yeah. The vampire bomb squad guy. Yeah. yeah. He's having a great time. I want to follow his, like, I want to know his story, yeah, right? right? I bet he gets blown up a lot. Yeah. He's just like, okay with it, you know? Yeah. It's like, this is this is how he gets his kicks. Mm-hmm. Chapter 13. They find out it was indeed a bomb. Against all odds. It yeah. was actually a bomb. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm honestly a little annoyed that she was right, but it's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> they're trying to guess who planted it, and their thought is maybe Jennifer Cater before she died. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. This and the security chief is there, and he's um, he's thinking to himself about how he's probably going to get fired for this, and he how, how he has like two more months to get benefits for his like 
survive his children because he's got cancer yeah and i was like this dude is definitely not gonna survive this book <laughs> yeah. yeah very sad yeah. um but yeah uh but as as we mentioned uh it seems that eric shows up in this the blood exchange has changed the nature of their connection mm-hmm. it's much of, stronger now which of course he didn't mention no yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, though. I almost think it'd be worth it. Because, like, apparently vampire blood is amazing. And from the older the vampire is, the more amazing it is. So. Oh, I would do it. Yeah. 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 You're never sick. You get, like, enhanced abilities. Oh, like, yeah. You, like, the vampire can track you and, like, control you. And you get, like, these weird externally enforced warm feelings whenever the vampire's around. Sounds kind of great. Sounds I'm, great. I mean, <laughs> dealing with hormones as a woman isn't that different. You're like, so, yeah. Eh. Yeah, well, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the the warder bond because like she knows where he is at all times and like you know yeah but yeah mm-hmm. only for but in this case it's only for the part of the day when he's awake true yeah that's true yeah, yeah. and if, if your goal is eventually to become a vampire anyway it doesn't matter that much right right maybe this is like just a down payment yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep and then it's time for Sophie Ann's trial the judge is the Ancient Pythoness. Ah, oh, wait. She's great. So, yeah, but but I guess the initially there was supposed to be a ball or something, right? Because Suki yeah. goes and gets dressed up all fancy-like. Yeah. And, and Quinn's supposed to come pick her up, and then he just doesn't show, and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. There's a trial now. Yeah, there's, yep. there's a trial. We're all invited. I got to work. Yeah. Yep. Oh, also, uh, she does this really bizarre thing. So, she calls Amelia on the telephone? Like some kind of serial killer. I don't, <laughs> it, like I just, oh yeah. So that, calls it, yeah, she like invokes the the voice communications feature for, of the for cell no phone reason to make her phone like immediately get Amelia's attention and make her talk. Yeah, rude. Uh, just like yeah, just the worst. That could have been a text message. All I'm saying, you know. I think that's before society moved on from that, <laughs> that sort of before we evolved. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, after that bizarre ritual, yeah. Suki goes to uh, Vampire Court, which, you know, is, is it seems like it caught everyone by surprise. So I guess Vampire Court is designed to host people just like Human Court is. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't super clear. So there's the ancient Pythoness, who I'm assuming is the judge. But then there was a council of different vampire kings and queens. I have so many questions. Like, like yeah. So the council is just made up of the vampire royalty, kind of like you'd expect. But the ancient Pythoness, man... Yeah, that she's serious. You yeah, know, they must have flown her in for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's a, a blind vampire called the ancient Pythoness, and and like, yeah, how yeah. ancient is she? Is she actually ancient, or was she just like ancient to begin with, and then got turned? Well, she, she was, was ancient to begin with. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm assuming she's one of those oracles, right? Like yeah, Delphi or something. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. that's what I th- don't. Don't I, they say that at some point? No. She was an oracle. She, no, no, no. So he just doesn't know the what her her accent was. Yeah, and she asks, "Who's that?" And they're like, "It's the ancient Pythoness." Yeah. yeah. Why is she the judge? Because she's, the ancient, she's the ancient Pythoness. I would never stop asking, asking questions. questions. I would never. Stop. Yeah. Why is she called the ancient Pythoness? <laughs> Nobody says. Does nope. she have a bunch of pythons? I mean, like, is that a thing? <laughs> nope. Uh, well, that's a dumb question. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that she's the ancient Pythoness. I know, right? Ah, so many questions. I liked her, even though she didn't seem to have much control over this court this court would i guess you would call it ad hoc <laughs> yeah i was i was like the the proceedings barely began before Suki is like shouting shouting <laughs> know, like the, the, there's like the opening statement right and then Suki interrupts the opening statement was like no i know the answer and the ancient pythoness is like who the fuck are you <laughs> i like how Suki looks around and is like you know the vampire court's not like a human court because these vampires are super quiet like no one's making any noise at all and then she starts shouting <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah. So, um... Yeah, the, the, the vampire from Arkansas, Henrik Fife, uh, gives testimony, and Sookie realizes someone lied to him and said that Sophie Ann was going to kill him, too. That, I mean, is that a lie? Uh, well, why does Suki think that that's a lie? Uh, she because she doesn't know anything about this plot. She assumes because she doesn't know about it, it must not be true. <laughs> Maybe that, yeah. that's like that's as near as I can tell. That's the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not used to not knowing things because she's used to being around people that she knows everything. Yeah, I'm thinking because uh, it seems to me like killing this guy would be a reasonable thing for Sophie Ann to do from her perspective. Yeah, she's a, he's the last of the the dis, one, of, one of the last of her yeah. descent. And dissenters. frankly, he seems to kind of suck. He's not. A, he's not a great vampire. Yeah. Uh, he's. He's not. I guess he's kind of young, like vampire. Yeah, speak, yeah. Vampirically speaking. But anyway, she's like, I object. And the ancient pythoness is like, nobody can object. And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I have. A, uh, you know, I know the truth. And the ancient pythoness is like, I don't care. I'm the judge here. Uh, so go away. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Suki Stackhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, she announces that she's a telepath and that she can read minds. Yeah. Which is not something I would announce at a room full of vampires. That is that is true. And uh, she makes it, makes it very clear that, oh, I can't read vampire minds. Yeah. Which might not actually be true anymore. <laughs> right. Oops. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Keep that thought under the radar when Barry's around. Right. Um, and I wanted to point out that the, that the lawyer for Arkansas is Simon... I don't know how to say it. My, Maimonides? Oh, uh, Maimonides? Yeah. I, I would say Maimonides. Yeah. Who, who was a very famous um, Torah scholar in the Middle Ages. So oh. Was, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wonder if it's supposed to be the same guy. It might be. I mean, if his name is Simon. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh, a half... He's brother-in-law of Mr. Cataliades. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so he's also demon. But he's more demon than Mr. Cataliades, I think they say. So, more demon than demon. Lots of questions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. Either way, with this revelation that the ancient Pythoness just takes his <laughs> takes his truth, uh, she declares the queen not guilty and declares that Henrik is safe. And then he immediately dies. Yeah, he's immediately <laughs> staked or arrowed, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... This is funny. I know. It's so dramatic. This poor guy. <laughs> he just cannot catch a break. I know, right? He's trying. To, he's just trying to get, get it together. And every every decision he makes is the wrong one. <laughs> he's like, you're, you're okay, Henrik. Don't worry about it. And then they're like, so who uh, who told you this thing? He's like, uh... And he's out. Arrow to the heart. Yeah, and Quinn is also hit when he dives across the stage to try to protect Sookie. Right. I, I also love how Sookie is just a force for chaos, right? She's been in this yeah. courtroom for like five minutes, right? Yep. Uh-huh. And she just starts shouting like dark secrets and everything goes chaotic and someone gets killed. You remember that time when Pam was like, things were way quieter? Know, Pam, Pam is in there laughing the whole time. I know. <laughs> Because Pam knows what's happening, right? Pam's Pam is watching this. She's yeah. like popcorn or something. She's like the Pam silent observer that knows everything about what's going on with Suki. All the stuff, all the shit that Pam says is based on observation, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just like, Suki Stackhouse is here. This shit is about to pop off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like giggling the whole time. Like, oh, yeah. that's that's Suki. That's our Suki. <laughs> It's great. But yeah, Pam, Pam was like, you know, things were quiet before you showed up. You know, we, we were just running our bar and like things were fine. Then did all these murders started happening when Suki showed up. <laughs> yeah. 
And here we go again. <laughs> yeah. We're going to fly her to the vampire convention. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? <laughs> well, we know what happened. All of the vampires of Arkansas died. <laughs> and then, like, all of the Arkansas vampires. That I mean, was well, the last one. Well, 20% of them died in this room just now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Of the remaining Arkansas vampires. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but Quinn catches an arrow, sadly. A second arrow that was aimed for Sookie. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it was unclear if it was aimed for Sookie or if it was supposed to hit Henrik and Sookie was in the way. Just or in case, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not thought, super clear. I thought they were aiming at Sookie because she's a witness or something. Oh, maybe. And, or she's a mind reader. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I think Quinn is totally getting the Sookie Stackhouse dating experience. Yeah. Uh, 100%, right? Chaos, bloodbath, fucking up your job, getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yep. Oh, man, Quinn. We just You just don't... Like, I'm telling you, before Quinn signed on to this, he was like a... A successful business runner, you know, like yeah. prestigious in the community. Moved no. beyond his past traumas. Yeah, yeah. Not a care in the world. At like top of his game. At this point, he, he, he's yearning for the peaceful days of the pit fighting. <laughs> 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 At least there, he didn't probably didn't get shot all that often. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this trial was BS. <laughs> like, I, I actually think this was intended to be BS. Like, that this was a, a setup to clear Sophie Ann. It sounds like it was, it yeah. It seems like Kentucky's on her side, and, and the ancient Pythoness is really quick to dismiss the charges. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sookie, Sookie thinks to herself, oh, Kentucky was the one who was like, it's interesting that he's the one running things because he was trying to make an alliance with, with uh, Sophie Ann earlier. So yeah, yeah it, seem, it seems pretty clear that Sophie Ann's been doing some maneuvering up until now. Yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> is, Quinn, is Quinn alive? Hopefully. <laughs> Probably right. So far, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's a were tiger. What's a little what's a little crossbow gun? It's not like he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be finishing definite. Next time we're going to be finishing Altogether Dead with chapters fourteen through nineteen. Is Altogether Dead? Is that a pun of any kind? I was trying to think of it. like they they often are, but I feel like she's kind of getting like less so about them. Mm-hmm. Altogether, what what would it be? I can't think of anything. Yeah. I think it's just dead. Yeah. Every book has to have the word dead in it, so I guess she's just kind of like running out of ideas. Yeah. Super dead. Definitely dead. Okay. Because like definitely dead was the last one, right? That's yeah. Not really. Yeah. The next one's going to be like too dead, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Seriously dead this time. <laughs> dead X. Yeah. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. I, I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody who think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon and merchandise store at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night. night. Okay. okay.